Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. Oh no, that was wrong. That was my, Ooh, team. Hello. That was my team Tom what intro. What podcast are you oh, no. doing? Is that the Team Tom intro? Yes, Team Tom's a little bit calmer. Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry <laughs> Podcast. I am Gemma. I am Chippy. Is that it? Are we done? I got confused with my intros. <laughs> you did. We all went. It was very calm. I, I need to tune into Team Tom to calm the fuck down. Chippy um, is currently AFK, away from keyboard. I know that because I've got kids and I'm down with them. Down. Is that what it means? What? AFK? It means away from keyboard. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm, I've lost you. Okay. Because I've been okay. having my phone detox, put everything in little special. Um, yeah, so if you're, like, if you're in like a chat with your mates or something and you go AFK, BRB, AFK, that usually means I've gone for a wheel or a pool and just gone downstairs to make why, I don't even bother being away from the keyboard when I do can't things, just, say just having a cup of tea is beyond me. But these youngsters... Just having a cup of tea with kids. Unfathomable. Unfathomable. Right. Today is a very special episode sponsored by Calms. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to wreck that. I fear it should be sponsored by Calms or Rescue Remedy because following my... Okay, two things. I've got an apology to make. Um, I was fiddling around with the RSS feed or something technical, and the last episode, Desert Island Risks, is still offline. By the time this goes online, dear listener, I'm hoping it will be back online. So you'll have a bumper. What you can do is yes, you can people to... have been distressed, Gemma. I know. I know. People, people will have a bumper episode at the end of this week. They will be able to listen to me doing my Desert Island Discs and immediately go into you in room 101. So we're doing <laughs> room 101. And then they can reach for the calms or a big glass of wine because it'll be Friday night probably by the time they listen to it. Friday and Saturday, Sunday, what? So what room 101 used to be presented by, which I think mm-hmm. is Nick Hancock, right? And nobody, everyone I know, when they refer to Matt Hancock, the health secretary, can't call him Hancock. They always end up, everyone always calls him Nick Hancock. So poor Nick Hancock is now being... I'm sure you said this before. Why? I don't know, but I feel like you're very much on Team Hancock. You're like a personal... You're on a personal quest to stop mm. this from happening. Yeah, because I feel I, don't, I just feel a bit sorry for Nick Hancock. He's been dragged into all sort of Twitter spats, and it's not even him. <laughs> yeah, I did. He do the original Room One Hundred and One. Uh, that other bloke, Paul Merton. It might have been Paul Merton, and then the other bloke did it. I'm googling it. Room. Um, the guy, the well, no, guy, well. the... That narrows it down. I can't remember his name. Oh, it's TV him. series. I'm there, I'm there. Right. Direct, presented by Nick Hancock, 1994 yeah. to 1999. Paul Merton, yeah. 1999 to 2007. And then Frank Skinner, That's him, Frank. 2012 to 2018. Now, I love Frank Skinner because I grew up Do you with... No, I don't. But I was in a lift with um, who's who's his the other half of Badil. I used to love Badil and Skinner. <laughs> David Badil loved David Badil. No Something reason hot about David Badil. No reason, no reason not to like him. I just don't really gel. And I was once in a where was I going? I was going somewhere. I was going to a meeting. Where? Were you not there? I can't think who I'd have been with if you weren't there. And we went into this big... We haven't known each other all our lives. I know it feels like it. So. Well, it feels <laughs> like it. Um, but we were going sort of... It was in a TV place or a radio place or it was in a media type place, which is why I associate it with being with you. But And we tried to get... So we, were, we walk in and I'm like, we're, we're behind David Baddiel. No, it's definitely not me child is very happy and so we we sign in and, and me and whoever I was with who I've just blanked and David Baddiel um I was probably doing a makeup thing um 
tried to walk up the stairs. We were all going, it must have been a TV makeup thing I was doing. And we tried to go up the stairs and the man, there's a very nice tall Eastern European man who's like, no, you have to take the lift. And we were like, what? Can we not just walk up the stairs? And he was like, no, you have to take the lift. And the person I was with was unfazed that me and David Baddiel were like, why? Said, why, why should you take the stairs and be healthy when you should get in the fucking lift? It was just very, it was very surreal. We yeah, couldn't work it, out why. It was Levi Roots we saw when we went. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I didn't see him though. So, and so it was almost like he'd never existed because you were like, there he is. And I looked and then I was like, no. And you were like, he was there. So we've worked, well, we've worked through all of the previous presenters of... Um, Have you listened to any more Desert Island Discs since you've now done your own? Well, I listened to Daniel Radcliffe and I have to say I did get a bit bored. It's not for me. <laughs> Daniel, well, it, if you're choosing Daniel Radcliffe, I don't think even his mum will have listened to his, will he? It just was a bit boring. Oh, no, you've got to get someone good. Do you know whose was really good? Oh, whose was really good? Jennifer Saunders was really good. Yeah, but I just didn't, couldn't be bothered scrolling through. All of them. Scrolling through? Oh, no, you've got to find the good ones. You can't just go, oh, I'm going to listen to Daniel Radcliffe. There's people like the head of the Tate Gallery. Yeah, but she's great if you're in art. No, but Jennifer Saunders was really good. There are some really good ones, and you're like, oh, my God. And then there are some really boring ones, but Joe will literally listen to them. They could be like... This is the man who once fixed the cable for a machine. And Joe would be like, I'm listening to Desert Island Discs because he loves it. But I have to listen. I have to scroll and find a good one. Um, so also now you've done your own, maybe, Gemma, they just pale into we're comparison. Not doing, we're not doing that, though, are we? We're doing Room 101. Stop we trying, are doing stop room trying to skirt the issue. No, we're not. We're doing Room 101. I've, I've been a little bit cheaty. Oh. So in the actual Room 101, is it three things you're allowed or is it five? Well, you're normally on a panel. So there's three people and they have three things each. So that would make okay. them nine. Okay, because it's difficult. I know. It's difficult. I know it's difficult. I, I know. I wouldn't know where to start, but start we shall. What is your first thing for room one of Controversial, especially as I feel I'm definitely on one as it were, mobile phones. Actually, no, smartphones. I'm gonna put smartphones in and I'm gonna tell you why, Gemma. Okay. Smartphones are great because they combine loads of things that we want in one easy to carry handheld device. Hmm. But I feel we've got to the stage where the negatives way outweigh the positive. Learn to play the piano by learning to read music and reading the bloody music. Don't get tap, tap, tap on you. Or like, do you know what I mean? It takes hours out of our lives, hours of scrolling. Everyone's an expert. People who want to put negativity in the world, we're coming to that. They just have access. They don't have to make an effort. They don't have to log in to anything. It's just there. They can just be shits while they're like waiting to do whatever do you know what I mean queue for the post office why don't I troll someone like everything is so easy because of smartphones and I'm like well what do I want it for I want it for stuff that I can use my laptop for I should probably use my laptop for that I want it for taking photos I want it for you know I don't need to spend I lost two hours of my life to TikTok last night and and in a way seeing the picture of the angry horse knocking a cyclist into a bin was I think what I needed to see at the time but I mean the other two hours I could have been reading and I really like reading do you know what I mean and I think they just cause more trouble than they don't cause I think teenage self-image cyberbullying all of that is just well, made well, worse very... by smartphones a very compelling argument, Chippy. Yeah. But I'd be unemployed. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. I'm not taking away the internet. <laughs> and you can still have your iPad, but you can't carry your iPad in your phone. 
you, in, in your pocket. You're not walking around with your iPad in your pocket or in your handbag. Or in, you have to be more thoughtful about it. Whereas with your phone, like wherever you are, you're just like, oh, scroll, scroll. It's always there for you to ingest and shop and spend money you don't have without thinking. And do you know what I mean? And I think it's it's taking away a vital step of like, I've got to get off my fat ass and go and get the iPad, which I'm too lazy to do. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not going to do that thing or I'm not going to buy that thing that I can't afford anyway. Or And I know that for some, like, obviously you do a lot of your recording on your phone. So I do get that they have loads of uses, but you could have a camera that you recorded on. Mm. It's not like if we took your phone away, your camera, your, you, you wouldn't be able to do that at all. And that's what I mean. I think it's like, well, you could still use a camera. You could still use a computer. You could still use this. And it's just, I, I, I definitely see their benefits but I also think their negatives now outweigh the benefits. What are we thinking there? What's happening there? We, um, I, what? You get your little knuckles, yeah. thumb knuckles, yeah. and do this. Oh, that's good. Feels really yeah. hard. But you tuck your thumb under your jaw yeah. and you zhuzh it back. Zhuzh. Yeah. Well, when you're morning and evening, when you're doing I'm just going to end up with a really red chin. <laughs> when you're doing your skincare routine, morning and evening, and then you can do this, you can do this, lots of schmooshing. So you look like Nora Batty <laughs> with your blanket on in your and my headband. Okay, so it's a very compelling argument. And I was thinking the other day when I was at Alas, when I was a teenager, that's a bit better already. When I was a teenager, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what I used to do in my time. But also, this is the thing, and what I've realised a bit about my, my parenting is that it's almost like I feel like my kids can't be left on their own. It's like they either have to have the telly on or a screen to entertain them or I have to be there. And it's like, no, they can be bored. Loads of good things happen when you're bored. Oh, yeah, I used to love And we, we, it's like, we can't be bored and we're worried about what happens if our kids are bored. If we're bored, we'll have a quick scroll. Well, do you know what I mean? And it's like, no, be bored, read a book. Do you, know, do you know what worries me about smartphones and basically the internet and more smartphones and like Netflix and being able to watch a whole series and not wait for it next week yeah. is the reliance on immediacy. Yeah. Instant Which is another problem with small smartphones is you yeah, have like, instant gratification. Instant gratification. So there's a whole generation of people that are growing up with little patience. Yeah. And it's partly and the problem with Amazon. Patience with amazon so that it's a very specific so the company that i work for our um warehouse used to be in france and so the postal the delivery used to be four to six working days and we all felt terrible about this we felt really apologetic it it was like this terrible thing and it's great we've now got a uk warehouse and postage is more like two to four days which is fab, but I just suddenly was like, and then I order other stuff and I order from a lot of small businesses and their postage, they might post something in four days. It might be like, it'll take three, you know, we'll post it within three or four days or whatever. And you're like, that's fine. It's a small business. And I realized that people get frustrated because they're like, I want it on prime. I want it on prime. Mm -hmm. It arrives tomorrow. Why doesn't it arrive tomorrow? It could arrive today. Right today, yeah, and I totally get it. And for some things, it's really useful. Um, being able to order stuff that can arrive today if you have a newborn, mm -hmm. or those dark days where you're like, I've lost the dummy and I can't get out of the house, or whatever. But I think it's that's the need for immediacy. What is that? Oh, what's that? Reliever, a, a tripod. 
Oh, yeah, but they always used to have a lever, didn't they? Oh, is it going in? Well, I think it will. I think, and I'm going to put, oh, I'm going to put, going to put a sound effect on this. Thanks. I think I am going to put smartphones into room 101. I'm going to pull my lever. And then there'll be like a sound effect of it falling down a tube. Right, that's it. So what's your second thing? This, um, this is going to be controversial, but it really pisses me off. <laughs> okay. Namaste. Okay, you have to expand. Namaste. So namaste means I bow my head, but okay. it's the same as saying hi. Yeah. It's like good morning, hi. And people have taken it to be this spiritual thing. Namaste. And really what you're saying is hi. So you're like, come to the end of your yoga practice, namaste. So it's like, come to the end of your yoga practice, hi. Oh, so the misuse of the word, not the cultural appropriation of the word. Or bit oh, of all that. of it, but like yoga, shmoga. I love a bit of yoga. I do yoga most mornings. But I'm not going to be like, namaste, as if it means something really spiritual and adds to my enlightenment. Because it doesn't. You're just saying, I bow my head, which I know means to them, like, spiritually you're bowing your head to your yoga practice but in a language to someone else you're just saying hi good morning do you know what I mean and if you went to India and loads of people were bowing at the end of their exercise I mean I don't know what an English exercise would be star jumps they did a load of star jumps and then they afterwards they went good morning you'd be like no, no, no. What is that? Do a load of sergeants and go, hey up. Hey up. Yeah. Wouldn't you all be like, what? And I read, and, and it's always slightly irks me. And so I've always been the silent person when they're like, namaste. I'm always like, silence. Not getting involved in that. And there's a very good um, book. I'm just going to confirm the name. Called... The Good Immigrant. The Good Immigrant? Yeah, The Good Immigrant by Nikesh Shukla. And I probably am not pronouncing that right. Um, but just very, it's, it's the first, um, the first, it's, it's, it's a group of, I think it's 21 people writing about what it's like to be an immigrant in the UK or, or, or from an immigrant family into the UK. And it's very interesting, but what the first one, so I was like, oh, I think I'm going to read it. I think I'm going to read it. And I ordered it. And the first story is about how people keep saying namaste to this guy. And he's like, yeah, hi. Namaste. And he's like, yeah, hi. Can, can you turn the music down? Namaste. And he's like, yeah. And it just, I was like, hooked. This is great. I'm going to so read this. So it's when people say it in a patronising way. It's not, I just, they don't mean it to be patronising at all. Um, I think they think it's a great spiritual thing to end their yoga practice or their spiritual practice. But it's just the fact that it's like, it's not, you're not being more spiritual by saying it, you're just I saying hi in someone else's language. Do you know what I mean? And I'm all, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm a hippy dippy, I've got my tarot cards. I'm, a, you know, fully down for people to be doing stuff, but there's something about Namaste, which, you know, it can't always be a, it could, popular on room 101, but Namaste, just, I just, I'm like, there are loads of really good words that mean amazing things that are so good that we don't have like an English translation for it. And there technically isn't an English version of Namaste, which is why it's more like I bow my head, which is obviously not a full word. But there are so many really good words, so many really good words. And it's like you've chosen their people's way of saying hi. As your spiritual, I'm not going to put that in. I'm not. not. What's your argument for not putting it in? Because you don't want to piss people off, or oh, Gemma? No, 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 because I think I don't think people. I would put it in if if I thought. I don't think people are doing it maliciously. And no, they're not they're doing not it maliciously. Doing, no, 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 no. But they're doing no harm. Oh, they're being annoying. And it's my room 101. So I can put something that's annoying. I'm the lever. 
Love your lever. Own tripod. I think. I think you're making a bad decision there. I think they, I think it would teach people to go and a better cultural word to end their their spiritual practice with than just picking hi. 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 When I go to a yoga class, when when everything opens up, I'm going to go to yoga class, and at the end, I'm going to shout hi. Yeah, just shout. Good morning. it's not going in so let's move on to number three wait wait until you hear someone namaste at you and you'll be like i wish (laughs) i'd already put it in um so my next one is commenters commenters okay now it's not just trolls it's not just trolls because i feel like trolls are the are the peak of a of a mountain yeah it's just unhelpful commenters if you're that much of an expert go and create content do your thing because if you think you're that much of an expert the world clearly needs you so you go and create it you teach people i'm here to learn but i'm not going to learn if you leave a shitty comment on my youtube i'm just going to delete it and think you're a twat do you know what i mean and i feel like everyone's it's going back to the mobile phone thing everyone's got access to immediately be like well i know this i know this that's wrong. That's the wrong way to do it. And I always talk about the fact that I saw my friend um, doing a YouTube video using a beauty blender that she had designed and made and sold millions of. And someone was like, you're using that blender wrong. It's like, she, she invented it. She has done more faces than you've had hot dinners. She's done Vogue covers and you're like, you're using the blender wrong. And it's like, what is the purpose of that comment? Are you teaching anyone? No. Are you making anyone feel good? No. Are you telling anyone? No. Are you just trying to make someone feel bad and look like you know more than them? Yes, you are. What a waste of time. So... Although I wouldn't count that as trolling, because trolling is a whole lot worse than that. But it's like, that is the ankle biters of the trolls. That is just as, you know, that's unhelpful. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think it should stop. And I think if they should go into Room 101 and people can have fun on social media again, because I get sort of nostalgic and and misty-eyed about the days when Twitter was informative and funny and clever and people were finding interesting stuff on the internet and it was really fun and now it's just like cross people being being like Emily you shouldn't be doing it like this and it's like oh god you can't like do anything anymore and it makes the internet less fun for everyone and I just think if you know that much instead of going oh I'm going to write a comment be like you're using your blender wrong why don't you go and make a video on how to use the blender and you can always tag that person in or you can leave a comment and say actually I used mine in a different way I've done a video would you like to see it no pressure or whatever you want to write and then you've created something but instead you're going to be like eh, you know you know right? I mean I don't know fuck all about anything but it'd be very easy for me to sit on the internet all day being like Gemma that's not how you use a hoover Gemma, I, I, I wouldn't like leggings. I don't like leggings. Gemma, five foot, how tall are you? Five foot eleven. Five foot eleven is very tall for a woman. I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, let's, before, before I decide, I already know what I'm going to do. But before <laughs> I tell the listeners whether I am going to put commenters, comment, commenters, commentators, commenters. Commenters. It's the commenters. What is what was the most bizarre comment you have ever had? Like, oh, I don't get that many nasty, but just like I don't get bizarre ones. I just get people saying the way you apply your products makes me feel sick, or you're applying your products wrong. If you rubbed your face less hard, you should pat products into your skin. And I'm like, I'm doing a fucking degree in this. If you come over here and bring me your credentials, give me a facial, and my face looks better, 
and isn't inflamed because I have highly sensitive skin, then we can have a chat about it. But you telling me that I'm unable to do my job, like, and I just want to say, do you know what, Fiona, I'm going to come into your office and tell you that you're making the tea wrong. That, do you know what I mean? Am I going to come and stand behind you and be like, you've replied to that email wrong. You shouldn't reply like that. You should reply like this. No, I'm not. I'm going to go out and create stuff and try and make people feel better and try and make the world a nicer place. I'm not going to sit there and be like, sorry, Fiona. I mean, she's probably, I love Fee, by the way. We, we both know a mutual Fee and I love her. And I would never I, think I'd call her Fiona. But me, like, I'm not, she's probably one of these people who's going to be like drippy dropping droppers of stuff down your face like no that's not a way to apply makeup products i was listening to a very good interview with helen now is it helen la bonham carter or helena bonham carter helena <laughs> helena bonham, bonham carter not helen la bonham carter that's a completely that's amazing helen la bonham carter in question anyway helena bonham helena well, if people enunciated properly i wouldn't have to ask that question they helena. just helena bonham carter helena bonham carter is with me bonham carter yeah right. and it was an it's all that interview with her after she played princess margaret in the crown yeah and um which you'll have not watched because you don't do popular culture no <laughs> She's too busy eating her supper and like reading. <laughs> no, I'm watching Cold Justice. Whatever. Knitting. I saw that thing that you did the other day with Joe, like watching <laughs> you knitting. Like really I watching. then made him watch something and he was like, this is so much worse than that TikTok we just did. I was like, funny because um, it's true. Um, yeah. And she and the interviewer said, because Princess Margaret obviously came under a lot of media attention because obviously she was royal. And Helena. Bonham Carter said that I think it was Liza Minnelli I'm not sure if it was but I think it was said to her earlier on in early on in her career don't listen to anybody else would you give a room full of strangers power over your mental health and she was like so I don't really listen to anyone I don't read anything because by doing so, I'm allowing them in and therefore giving them some power over my mental health. And I thought that was a very powerful way of positioning it, actually. It's so powerful. Drip, 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 drip. And it's like you say, you know, telling someone that the way they apply their makeup on their YouTube video makes them fit, you know, is not right. It might not be the worst comment in the world, but when you add that comment with others over a, a a period of time but what, has a cumulative effect. It does, but also what I'm just like, what what value do you think? And maybe it's because I'm quite com, com, combative, but like, what value do you think this is? I know it's funny to I keep it under wraps. Random but, information. But I'm always just like, what value do you think this has given to anyone? It's not given anyone any value. But it's made them feel better. It makes them feel better. What I hate about it can't do, though, because all that kind of negativity does not, in the end, make you feel better. No. It doesn't. No. It it stems from it there being some sort of... It's like, do you want to do skincare on YouTube? Because you can that you're probably not qualified but like what i hate about youtube is it pings into your email inbox i should probably just switch that off yes i do oh do you because it pings it. No but then problem. sometimes there are people who are like this is really helpful how do you do this and then i can answer them so i don't want to switch it off do you know what i mean i don't want to stop helping people which is ultimately why i do it because some people are idiots so i just leave it as it is and i just delete them and for years i didn't delete them because i was like everything has to be fair and then i was like who the fuck am I kidding? I'm queen of my world. Doesn't have to be fair. I'm deleting it, deleting all your shit. So now you've you've messaged and it's not done anything because it's not there. I am putting the message <laughs> on. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah. I think yeah. many people will breathe a sigh of relief when they slide down the slippery slopes of the room. <laughs> it's going to be a really sound effect here. 
Although I'm really concerned now because all the commenters are in there with the mobile phones, with the smartphones. But maybe they can just comment to each other. They can use the smartphones in room 101. At least and they're, not they're not namasteing. It could be a thousand. <laughs> maybe they should be namasteing and they might feel a lot more calm. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi. So there, there we are. Okay. What, what is your fourth thing? Two-faced people. That too like commenters. Two-faced pe two people, and it's not even two-faced people who do it deliberately because they have a bit of chutzpah. Uh, two-faced people who just bimble through life thinking that they've got it all sorted and they haven't. Hold on a minute, that's different than being two-faced, that's just naive. <laughs> no, no, there are people who are like, oh, I'm kind and supportive, and, and then you catch them doing stuff. And you're like, that's neither kind nor supportive. And it shows an, a, an amazing um, lack of self-awareness. But you're going to give yourself the credit for being this great person. Well, not, that not, mean. not great person, but like, and actually you're not self-aware enough to be like, okay, I shouldn't do that or I shouldn't do this or I need to work on that or whatever. I don't think anybody's is 100% kind or good. No, absolutely not. It's like I always used to say, I don't mind if people call me bossy. I don't find it offensive. Like if people get really offended when you say something that's true, you know how some people you'd be like, oh God, you're being bossy. And they'd be like, I'm not being bossy. And you're like, well, I know I'm bossy and I'm okay with that. Like I can't, I, I, I try not to be, but I'm not going to sit here and be offended if someone's like, you're really bossy. Because it's like, well, yeah, sorry. You know, it's called assertiveness. I am so assertive that sometimes it pisses people off. But hmm. I, I am accepting of it. And I think the problem is, is if you go through life, it's very fine line between two-faced and hypocrites, which is hypocrites was my initial one. But I, it, it's this... It's lack of self-awareness, I think, in your behaviour towards others. I've seen people in my profession who like to portray themselves. I mean, this goes back years and years and years. Like to portray themselves as whiter than white and like perfect and pure. And, they, you know, they're so kind. They're, they're kind to a fault, you know. And, then, yeah. and, and that's how they portray themselves to the outside world. But... <laughs> you're like yeah and I think and that's that's what it is because I think you can get to this I don't know sometimes on a personal level as in on a non-social media platform level it I, I resent it because sometimes it makes me feel insane but because you're like does anyone else do that does anyone see that do you know when you have people yeah. who are, you're like I hate that but did you just did you just is it me? Am I going mad? But on a social media platform, when you're like, and like I always say this, and it's probably winging its way round, but on Mental Health Awareness Day, one of the people who has, who treated me unintentionally, she didn't know it, but was so off with me that she tipped me into the edge of one of the worst depressive episodes I've had, is always like, it's okay to not be okay, and all over it on Mental Health Day, Awareness Day. And I'm always like, but you're not self-aware enough to walk the walk. You talk the talk. And it, that pisses me off anyway, because it's like, I know it's okay to not be okay, but you have to make sure that it's okay for me to not be okay. I'm fine with it. You guys are the problem. But not you. You're lovely. Um, but do you know what I mean? I, that, I, I get upset with the it's okay not to be okay thing, because I'm like, so it's, society yeah, I, needs me to make that change. But, but it's that sort of thing where I'm like, you may and it wasn't just her it was that I was on the edge and she just nudged me over with her behavior and if I had a conversation with her she probably a wouldn't remember it and b she it would she'd be like no I totally didn't mean it and, and it's like no but you have to if you are going to be this big mouth advocate and speak out and do you know what I mean you have to make sure that you are living that what you're talking 
and nobody's perfect but but if you're going around giving it lip about whatever it is but you're just not doing it I agree I agree wholeheartedly with that one and I think I think it shows a level of emotional immaturity personally namaste (laughs) (laughs) oh I do because if someone's I if someone said to me are you a good person I would say I try and be as good as I can yeah and that's fine I wouldn't go yes I'm a good person I just and it's just that sort of like my most, the most upset I get is when I think I've done something to upset someone. That's when I get really upset about something. And so I think I'm probably extra sensitive to people blundering through the world. Like we all upset people, we all piss people off. But I think it's if you go around acting one way or speaking one way and then like it's just talk and I can't I just find that very difficult to live with lips and I think okay I'm gonna put that lips in are you yeah yeah oh I thought that one wasn't gonna go that makes me really worried about my my last one that was quite a good one okay. dolphin pulling the lever there it's a nice blanket it's a scarf it's lovely but it's a big one. It's a massive scarf. But oh. yeah. So what, it, what's it made of? Discuss. Oh, I don't know. It's from Zara. It's it's fake. From Zara. I can't wear cashmere because it makes me itch. Real cashmere shouldn't make you itch. Okay. Wool. Yeah, wool will make you itch. Cashmere what? won't. What do you wear under wool? Uh this is wool. Um, so under wool. I'm wearing a long sleeve uh, Thermatec vest from Uniqlo and a T-shirt because I'm going very 90s. I've got long sleeve vest, short sleeve T-shirt. But yeah, if I don't have something up here, this is going to itch the hell out of me. But doesn't it poke through the fabric to your skin below? No, because I'm double layering. I see. Okay. But cashmere is like soft, soft. Okay. I've never... Like soft, soft baby bunnies it comes from. Oh, no. Yeah, those gloves you got me are cashmere. They don't itch me. Yeah. That, and that's 100% cashmere. That's from recycled jumpers. So what's... So number... So this is a little bit of a cheat, but I couldn't choose between them. And actually, I had to stop myself here because the list is so long. Um, two songs. Can I put in two songs? Go on. Or you can choose one. Because originally when we started talking about this, I was just going to put in everything on your Desert Island discs, but... <laughs> Gemma's episode, Desert Island Disc, is going in room one on. Yeah, I can't, we'd never have to listen to those mute songs again. Yeah. Um, so the first one is It's Magic by Pilot. Oh, it's magic. That one. That one. That one. That one. <laughs> She's gone bilious. <laughs> I just I can't I can't I mean you know have you ever watched uh Zoolander no well yes but I can't remember it well so he gets hypnotized and when this song plays he becomes a killing machine I feel like someone's done that to me with it's magic and we've actually I have a very uh strong memory of Joe and I um when we just started seeing each other and we were going to a house party and we got off the tube and we walked to this house and as we rounded the corner they started playing that song and Joe was like, I'm sure it's not from that house. And as we got there, it was from that house. And I literally turned around and walked back to the tube station. That was it. And Joe was just like, but it could have been a really good party. And I was like, it wouldn't have been though. It wouldn't have been. They, that's like an advertisement. Why, why, do, why, why do you have distaste? I don't know. Do I have to? I mean, I don't know. I've got another one though. Go There's on. two songs. Right. Yummy by Justin Bieber. Oh yeah. That's going. You know in. why? I have a very good reason for this. I have got many reasons. I, I want to share my reasons after your reasons. You go first. My reason is lots of people have this on their Instagram stories or their TikTok and they're doing their lovely lipstick or they're do- talking about their cooking. He's talking about how his wife's foof tastes. <laughs> Lady Garden. I, the Lady Garden makes it sound more external than I feel he's going. Um, it's about having sex with his wife. 
it's about his what his and his wife's sex life and all of that and you're there doing your lovely lip gloss because you're like oh it's so yummy my lip gloss and it's like in my head that's just like Hayley Bieber's lay bits now and that's I find that do you know what I mean? I don't, I don't oh, want I don't a child like singing to me about his sex life. I, I, I knew that, but the main reason why I don't like it is because it's like, dude, I feel like you're taking the piss now. I feel like he's gone to his fans. I could literally sing the same word over and over again and <laughs> still buy it. Yeah, and they're right. Yeah, He's right. right. And I said, like, oh, it's such a good, it's not a good song. It's shit. It's a shit song. It's and for a that shit reason, song about Room 101, but also songs. So, like Dex, Dexter's Midnight Runners. Dexter's Midnight Runners. Yeah. Come on, Aline. Yeah, oh, all songs are inappropriate. But not oh, all. Gino. That's a Dexter's Midnight Runners song. Yeah, but he goes, Oh, you in that dress, my thoughts I confess, oh, they're dirty. Oh, yeah, but this on. is, that could be just, you know, fondling a bum through the dress. I did my child's here. Um, that could just be having a quick squeeze of her bum through her dress. That's not What's like, still, you've got that yummy, 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 yummy. Enough, Bieber. And do you know what it is as well? You know, we've all got those friends. I've got a friend of mine who was always, he's always about 10 years after me when he gets into stuff. So like, he'll message me being like, this band is really cool. And I was like, I was into them and you told me they were shit, but now we all have to love them because you've decided it. And it's the same thing with Bieber. I'm like, Bieber, we've all been having sex for like 30 years. Like, stop. I Don't start. Stop no, I've been having sex for... <laughs> I can't remember. Let's not go into it. As a as a species, we've, we've been having sex for quite a long time. Yeah, but he, well, I feel like quite a lot of us grown-ups who might have to listen to this are like, Bieber, you're not, like, it's not grown-up. We're not all like, oh, Bieber's had sex. I feel like we've heard, like, two of your room 101s. I feel like I have been that person. So I have been a commenter. I phoned. I get the. I get the similar rage to the magic song about blurred lines. I get. Oh the, no, blurred lines. Blurred lines. <laughs> yes. Blurred lines. Oh oh oh! It's magic. It's just fucking annoying, right? There's nothing offensive yeah. about it. Yeah, but I. I blurred have, lines should be banned on all radios I, because I it's a fucking offensive song. Every time I heard it, I would text the radio station. It's an offensive song. And say, is it I'm turning this off. Or, yeah. and, I, and now I only listen in the car, I only listen to Mellow Magic because you never play it on Mellow Magic. <laughs> it should be banned on all radios. It's a horrible song. It's a horrible, horrible song. It's, it, yeah. Also, I really like, um, I really like Pharrell. I really like him, but I can't. I, I've he's lost me after that. The one that sang her ass is a spaceship that I want, that to, I want to ride. Yeah, still. I'm not. Look, there was a moment that I still get really angry. Um, if you play me next episode by Dr. Dre, I know all the words, and I will do some kind of weird crunk dancing. Ding, 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 ding. Every word, no every word, no one to uh, offensive, unoffensively bleep myself out when I need to, all of that. But one line says, go home with something to poke on. And literally, Joe's like, she's going to fucking lose it. Because, I, like, I, unacceptable, Dre, and you've what? done some bad things. Go home with something to poke on. I don't understand what that means. And then he goes, what up, bitch, afterwards. And it's just like, oh, fuck off, Dre. Like, they are only having sex with you for your money. Anyway, we've diverted somewhat, but it makes me really cross. And literally, Joe will just be like, "There'll be no living with her for the rest of the day." Now she's listened to that word. I'm not going to put the magic song in because I feel that if everybody had that, there'd be no songs left in the world. Can Laundrette let me know if you find "Oh Oh Oh It's Magic" by Pilot really lovely awful? I will put "Yummy" by Justin Bieber in. Can we just put Bieber in? P potentially <laughs> <laughs> just I mean 
he's so apathetic to things he probably wouldn't say no he'll just slide in there Mate, serenade whatever i'm too cool to have an opinion yeah. this is I, this is all speculation i've got no idea about bieber as soon yeah. as he comes on any of my radars i swipe so across bieber, going in insert sound effect here um with the commenters they're gonna have a field day with him down there there's, there's smartphones, two-faced people, commenters, and and Bieber. Namaste, everyone. I'm just going to open Room 101 every now and again and shout, Namaste! In there. You want that, you lot? See you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Namaste on that, loves. Right, what's your positive of the week? Um, oh, God. Every week it's a surprise that we do this. Um. Oh, I thought when we sat down, I thought that's a real positive there, and I've already got it. Shit sticks. What were you talking about? You burnt your hand. That was not my positive of the week. <laughs> we're talking about you burnt your hand. Um. Come on, Gemma. I mean, I wore my new pajamas. What? No. No. Do you want a better? Snow. Oh, no, that's not my positive. Although I'll take snow flurries over rain any day. Yeah. Um, I don't know, chips. I d oh, oh, well, okay. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Um, new TV show I'm watching. New to me, not new to the world. Very old, in fact. Um, called Cold Justice. Anyone who's a true, true crime fan. I think it's on Amazon Prime. So if you're not signed up to the Amazon Devil, that's good for you. Um, if you're not signed up to the Amazon Devil, then the next thing I'm going to watch is the Jane Doe murders, where this criminal investigator goes and she identifies this missing, this woman, this body that they find of a woman and no one knows who she is. And she's going to find out who it is, notify their family and find out how they died. Um, but basically, Cold Justice is a crime scene investigator top job top job if only i could get that job anyway crime scene investigator and a lawyer who does lots of homicide cases and they go and they find unsolved murders Gemma's yawning she can only do like jolly tv what what have you been watching i'm not i don't watch you that. were watching something. oh no but you said we were watching and you were like you don't watch happy tv popular culture Oh no, I don't watch anything. I don't watch, i tell you why, and it's that I don't watch any anymore. I don't watch any Gogglebox, any Love Island, any anything remote. No, 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 no. But I used to. What I were we talking about? What were we talking about? I remember when you got into Love Island. What were we talking about at the beginning? And you said no, because you're not into popular culture. Uh, Netflix? No, there was something jolly that you were watching or you had watched or somebody had recommended to you oh the crown ah the crown yeah you we would like the crown you would like the crown there's a very you know good episode with i really of... like with winston churchill and it's all foggy and it's like pea soup uh, oh i'd like... love that but then something sad will happen and it will ruin my day Oh, it's not a happy, but, but you watch murders all the time. Yeah, but that's fact, and I know what's going to happen. Oh. I don't like it when they're like, get emotionally invested in this character. Oops, we're going to kill them. I still haven't forgiven them for Sybil uh, in Down Snabby. That was the cutoff for me. I was heavily pregnant at the time. Yeah. And literally for the last few weeks of my pregnancy, everyone was like, oh, did you see what Sybil died of in Down Snabby? And I was like, yes, thanks. Tell a pregnant woman she's died of whatever it's called. What is it called? Spanish food. Did you watch? No, no, no. Hang on. Delete blurred lines. Lady Sybil. Down snappy death. From eclampsia. Mm -hmm. And I had very bad edema, which they were worried would be preeclampsia. And so... I'm not surprised it upset you, Chippy. And literally, everyone can come out to me being like, oh, did you see what Sybil died of? It's like, why are you saying this to a pregnant woman who is the size of a planet? <laughs> anyway, 
so that was it for me no more fictional tv i like to know the murder has already happened <laughs> don't get attached to anyone what's your positive of the week my positive of the week is that my mum and dad have got their vaccines booked in for thursday have you got chickens yet no so hopefully by the time everyone's listening to this on friday they'll have been poked yeah not in the doctor gray way i hope no in a, in a well in a, in a doctory kind of way but <laughs> hopefully dr dre is not there administering the vaccine <laughs> no, not. yeah so that's, that's good and i got quite emotional actually um because i booked it for them through the internet through internet yeah and, um yeah quite emotional and then they let you book the next one um like 11 to 12 weeks time and we booked it for my mum's birthday so she can have a nothing walk. like a a vaccination to make your birthday go off with a bang. And they have been married 52 years today. It's their wedding anniversary. They did have the option to have their vaccination today, um, uh, but we uh, concluded that it wasn't the most romantic of things to it do. It doesn't scream romance, does it? But yet in, a, in an unconventional way, it was quite romantic. I was well, COVID to... times, it's like a trip out. It's the equivalent of going out to dinner normally. So... I, when I went to the dentist the other week, I'm going back again to get them filled. Oh, yeah. Update on the tooth, because you did tell the laundrettes about this last week. So I need two fillings. I've been grinding my teeth. So it's two old fillings yeah. that are now cracked. So um, they both need to be replaced. But I did actually say to the dentist and the dental nurse lady, this has been lovely. It has actually been like going to the spa. And it was so weird having someone else touch me. Very strange. That is a huge problem, is uh, humans need touch for so many of their normal functions, including quite a lot of brain functions, the touch stimulus. Um, so lots did, of us... Like she came to me and I was like, and my instinct was, she's too close. Two metres! Yeah. Do you find that if you do watch TV now, you're like, oh, they're close. Why are they hugging? Where's the... It's so weird how quickly... I'm like, why are they touching on telly? Or if people hug, I'm like, what? And then I'm like, it's the Midsummer Murders from the 90s, women. Everyone's allowed to hug, it's yeah, fine. To go and lick people's faces. When you were allowed to go and play tonsil hockey. Remember that? Tonsil tennis. You can, tonsil. You can still, just a little insight into poor Mike's. <laughs> um, you can, I mean, you can still do it. There are just very big consequences. It used to be that you could just get. You know what? I had a. I always thought ME. Do I mean no mono? No, when Americans talk that. about mono, I was like, "What is this exotic disease?" Because no. they make such a fuss about it. It's like glandular fever. We just had to go to school with that. I've had it twice. How many times have you had it? I just get it recurringly. Although actually. It's been much better since I had my tonsils out. Because once you've had glandular fever, it's like all it the way just comes back. I yeah. the physics exam once, and everyone thought I was faking it, but I actually had glandular fever, and, I, and that was annoyingly. I knew all the answers. <laughs> my sister had it so badly. Awful. Really, yeah, really awful. Um, but yeah, for ages I was like, "What is this exotic mono thing?" And then it's like, oh, they just, that's just glandular fever. And on that note, we shall speak to you all next week. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye-bye. <laughs>